0: Welcome back to Sunday glow. I'm Christine. I'm
1: Allison.
0: We are back here for another episode together in person. You guys heard in our most previous girl talk episode. um, We did like the what is it called the we are Not not really strangers. We're not really strangers game. We answered a few questions quickly realized that. We got too much to talk about. Yeah, we have too much to talk about. We like to, like, really elaborate on our answers. We want to give, like, full, deep answers. So we didn't have enough time to go through all of the questions. And so we really enjoyed recording that. So we were thinking, like, why not record a part two for you guys to hear? Um, Not sure if this is coming up right after the first one we recorded. But, yeah, we hope you guys really like this. And I'm really excited to, like, record this. We are in-person recording, which we're pre-recording it, which... I think is necessary because I think the in-person dynamic is just so much better than being over Zoom and stuff like that. So I'm so excited for today.
1: Yeah, I think that what we quickly realized is like, We get the best conversations Mm -hmm. when we're, like, talking super genuinely in person. Yeah. So we're like, why are we sticking to just one episode? We have so many more questions to talk about, so many more things to talk about, so we're so excited. We hope you guys are going to enjoy this part two of the We're Not Really Strangers Bestie Edition, and honestly, guys, I really hope you guys are also having these conversations with your friends. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't have to be this specific question or setup question that we're talking about. But I think when we're able to like get a little bit deeper. Yeah. You just kind of you really just feel closer to your friends, you know? So
0: yay. I'm so excited. All right. So with that, let's hop into our Sunday intentions.
1: All right, Allison, what's your intention for the week? Okay. So I mean, I don't know if we talked about it on the pod, but one of the highlights of the Chicago trip was our dinner on Friday night, which oh was God. no boo. Like we went to, Christine was like so good about making the reservation.
0: We made this reservation before we made the flight like reservation literally like,
1: it's insane like christine was like okay we have nobu at this time let's book our trip around i'm like okay done <laughs> yeah. um so long story short we went to nobu and i know it sounds like bougie and pretentious and whatever but like actually the food was amazing it was incredible the experience alone was yeah. what made the whole trip it just Honestly, was like a two yeah. and a half hour dinner yeah um all that to say my intention for the week is to explore more restaurants because Mm. I literally live in New York City where there are a ton of amazing restaurants but I think sometimes living there I take that for granted like living in such a city with so much great food and so many great things I do take that for um, granted so My intention for the week is to make the most out of my time in the city. I think sometimes I can get caught up in, like, working and me just being so tired. And honestly, I don't go out of my way to explore a ton. So I think my intention for the week is to explore more, try restaurants that have been on my list forever. Because there are so many on my bucket list that I just haven't been able to try. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just... I think I was reminded of how great, like, going out to eat and, like, doing the whole experience with a friend is. So, that's my intention for the week. Hopefully, I can grab some friends and, like, let's just go to Nobu everywhere.
0: Yeah. I li- after Nobu – oh, my God. I don't know what it is. Like, Nobu is my favorite restaurant now. Like I, I know. It's, like, a place – they don't have it in Atlanta. They don't have it in Boston, which is my other favorite city, which kind of sucks. But – I don't know, like I now I want to like base where I go based on what has no boo. I know
1: the vibes, the food, the service, everything was a one. It It was
0: incredible. Like we, so Allison and I just give a little context. We didn't know what to order, so yes, we. The waitress was like, "Okay, well, like give me a price point and tell me what you don't like, and I will curate a menu for you." Like I will have, like she made like an eight course meal for us and had like. the hot stuff, the sashimi, oh the sushi, like, oh, my God. It was incredible. Even dessert. Like, yes. she had really covered every taste and flavor. Like, it was incredible. So, if you have a Nobu near you and you can please go. splurge, go. Please do it because it is truly an experience. And, like, see if they'll do the – I don't know if they do that at every Nobu, Nobu location. But, like, if they do that, I would
1: totally do that every single time. Totally recommend. Yeah. And I think she – like, the people who work there, they obviously know, like, what works – well with what Mm -hmm. so she's like okay we're gonna start your palate off with these cold dishes and then Mm -hmm. we're gonna slowly transition to a salad and then we'll do your hot dishes, and then we're gonna end with a sushi because we don't want you to be so full and I was like wow like who thinks of it like that and she picked like particular fishes for the appetizer that we didn't we're not going to be eating for the sushi because she wants us to have like a breath of variety so I was like oh my god like it's just so well thought out yeah I've never
0: been to a restaurant that does that it's incredible I loved it oh amazing oh I love that
1: all right, what is your intention for the week?
0: Okay. So my intention for the week is literally the opposite. I, <laughs> I want, like, I love Nobu. Like, and I definitely, whenever I go on vacation and like, I need to find a Nobu and like go. But my intention for the week is I'm going back home after this weekend in Chicago. And I really want to make sure that I eat more at home mm-hmm. just because I feel like I do these like quick trips to Chipotle or like, just like little things like here and, and there, go. like yeah. grab and go type stuff. And I don't need to like I can cook from home it's healthier cheaper all around better so I definitely want to start doing that and I also I'm not saying that I don't want to like go out to eat with my friends and stuff like that because I do want to still do that but I think it's the stuff where it's the grab and go that needs to kind of push back on so
1: do you think right now is that you like don't have time to cook or it's like it's just easier
0: it's just like I get these like little cravings I'm like oh my god Chipotle sounds so good so I'm like okay I'm gonna go Mm. like no Christine like you can stay home and like make salmon I also need to like get more I think the issue is I eat the same things at home like I only know how to cook so much like eggs and toast avocado (laughs) toast like salmon tilapia like I can only cook certain things and so maybe I need to start like widening my cooking your cooking horizon yeah Yes. so we'll see but just I, I just need to stay home more cook more also start, about to snow there so like I'm going to be forced to do that so that's my intention for the week
1: I think that when it comes to cooking sometimes it could feel really mundane if you're yeah like you said mm-hmm. if you're eating the same things so if you're able to find whether that's like cooking videos that are really interesting yeah. or like a cooking show or recipes that just kind of reinvigorate that because cooking can be a really fun thing yeah I think people can be like oh it's so boring to cook I just want to go out to eat but like cooking can be a really therapeutic thing too to like end your night make yourself like a really good meal and it's more affordable yes. and you could really know like what's going in your food i think since starting to work i've grown to appreciate cooking and ending my night with like a good meal so i think that's gonna be a great intention yeah we'll
0: see the only issue with cooking is that i feel like when i'm trying new recipes i have to get like Heavy whipping cream, and I have to get this, and I have to get that, and I to, like. I feel like all of these like little things mm-hmm. only works that one meal. I get that.
1: I think the key is to well, for me, what I do is I buy ingredients that are staples and i just have these staples that Mm. i don't get sick of like i always have a a variety of vegetables that i can cook in a variety of ways like Mm -hmm. i always have brussels sprouts roast that i always have broccoli i could either throw that in a stir fry roast it i can saute it oh wow um (laughs) do all the things zucchini you can like air fry it saute it bake it like i think figuring out different techniques of cooking with a similar ingredient could be really helpful um and just like getting creative with it it is yeah. kind of something you have to like think about because my cousin is really good about making like so many interesting dishes that i would never mm. make like she would make like these interesting stews and soups and i'm like wow she's like out here like eight hours like boiling some like oh meat and like vegetable and it's like delicious but mm. i would never think to do that so just like getting creative with it. yeah i need to get out my get outside my comfort zone all right, so now let's hop into our current faves. All right, Allison, what's your first favorite? So my first fave has been the Peloton bike and the app. So if you guys are not aware, basically I've always been like trying out a bunch of different workouts. I've tried out F45, I've tried the Soul Cycle, I've tried the Pilates, the running. I've literally tried every single thing, the Alive app, right? And I think that for these different workouts, I was consistent with it for the time being. But I think the Peloton is something that I've like been, I would say the most mm. consistent with it like daily. Like it's not just that I've been cons- consistent with for like three months, but like I do it like five times a week it's Mm -hmm. just something that I now really thoroughly enjoy and what I'm realizing is I really like the accountability of having an instructor Mm -hmm. I like having someone literally tell me like let's go push it and like it gives the in-class experience with the convenience of being home Mm -hmm. and literally like in Chicago I was like oh, it'd be really nice if I could do like a Peloton ride. But like, what are the odds they have a bike in the gym? I go to the fitness center and they actually had a bike and it just made me realize mm-hmm. and appreciate like, first of all, Peloton's so now easily accessible literally anywhere you go. You can yeah. like really get a ride in most hotels. Um, and it's just a workout that I thoroughly enjoy doing. I like the instructors. I like how motivational it is. And I just like how I feel when I'm doing it and afterwards. So I think I have finally kind of found a workout that, I enjoy cross my fingers. I don't know how long it'll last, Mm -hmm. but I really do enjoy it right now. Who is she? Girl, I don't know who she is either.
0: Oh my goodness. Like, I feel like months ago that would not be Allison. So I'm so excited for you.
1: I know. I feel like I just go through different waves of workouts. Like I go through, I had like a strength training phase and that was really good for the time being. But I find that when I'm stressed out, I don't need to lift weights Mm -hmm. when I'm stressed out. I need to like sweat it out and like really get my heart rate up.
0: Mm hmm. I love that.
1: All right, what is your first fave?
0: Okay, so my first favorite are these boots that I actually purchased here in Chicago, and I got. I think I can say that I've had them long enough to say that they're my favorite, even though I've only had them for a few hours because I've been walking around in them all you day. Know, you know. So I love them. They look like the Bottega boots,
1: and I can attest they actually do. They, they look really yeah, great. Yeah,
0: they also sell them at Christian Dior, which I don't even know how much those cost. I didn't even look when I was at the store, but they look like a lot of the designer boots they're just black like leather looking boots with kind of an elastic on the side and then they have like tabs in the front and back and you guys will see because when you guys will see when we link it but they were 50 bucks which is a little pricey i think still for a pair of shoes um but i got them at h&m they are super comfortable i walked all around chicago in them today and i think they're just so chic and i feel like they go with a lot of things so i was like i have to get them
1: yeah when i saw christine like i was reunited with her after she got these boots and i looked at it, i was like wait where are those from yeah <laughs> they were they so, cute. so expensive but they're not actually yeah, they were cute and like i think winter boots especially the designer ones like you don't know if you're really gonna love the bottega one so yeah. why don't you just get a pair of like the dupes see if you like it. and if you really really like it like maybe go get the bottega ones exactly. but like you don't need them
0: yeah and I don't, I live in Atlanta right now, so I really don't need totally. them. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited about these boots. Yeah. Oh,
1: my God, they're so cute. Like, know. literally, I was like, wait, what shoe size are you? Seven. Oh, I'm a seven and a half. I might try them on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your second favorite? Okay. So, my second fave, it's my shampoo and conditioner. I know, such a breath of favorites. But yeah. But it's from the brand Orbe, and it's the Gold Lust Repair and Restore Shampoo and Conditioner. And the reason I tried this out is because whenever I would go to the hair salon, I've noticed that most salons I go to use the shampoo and conditioner. And I would always be like, oh, my God, my hair feels so fresh and clean. I mean, given that they literally shampoo my hair, like probably they do a double shampoo and they condition it. Yeah. Um, But I was like, I always feel so good after I leave the salon. So I'm like, you know what? Let me try it. It is a little bit expensive. I do have to say the bottles are not big, but I'm like, you know, I wash my hair. I do wash my hair like basically every day because of the working out. Um, which I know is not healthy. Don't come for me. But <laughs> I, I just I love the smell of the shampoo and conditioner and I have noticed just my hair is like very soft. Um I'm feeling your hair right now. Yeah. It is very soft. Yeah. And guys, it's just it's such a good shampoo and conditioner. I mean, people have their preferences. I just have noticed that like my hair, it is thick and I have a lot of it, so mm-hmm. I just need to take good care of it. Um but yeah, I've been loving it. It's super moisturizing but also it's important because i wash my hair so often to not weigh your hair down Mm -hmm. so i've really been liking that
0: i really want to smell this you should try it yeah i want to try i brought it okay i maybe i'll try a little bit um i want to get like see that's the thing it's like it's
1: like the baccarat rouge of shampoo like that's like it's it's like kind of like luxurious oh my
0: goodness it's the
1: self-care
0: for me though like i grew up using like one dollar shampoo no and conditioner. same so it's like, like the Pantene it's of course Pantene yeah. or like I used to use Suave which yeah. is like the huge bottles for like a
1: ninety nine. I did the like, three in one yeah I did that too
0: so it's like and I wash I do wash my hair every day like you said like I I don't know it's just hard for me to like bite the bullet and spend that much on shampoo and conditioner
1: I know I think with getting older I'm just realizing like you know if i'm making if i'm working i want to treat myself to little things and if that means me spending more money on shampoo and conditioner so let it be let it be but there are some things that of course i'm like not willing to spend money like what's something silly that i won't spend money on like i won't spend money on mm, like for me like designer shoes i for some reason Mm. will never buy i'm like they're gonna get so dirty i'm never gonna buy a pair of designer shoes um maybe for some reason like mascara mm-hmm. i don't want to buy a mascara from Sephora. i use drugstore mascara exclusively oh, like very weird yeah yeah but i know it's it's interesting yeah eyelashes do look good thank you <laughs> <laughs> all right what is your second fave
0: okay second favorite are ankle socks which sounds odd but i feel like they're back in like i, I love them yeah and i like Recently went to Target. I literally just eat. They're so cheap. You can go to Target, buy a pack of like six of Hanes white ankle socks and... I just that's how I tested it out. I was like, I wanna like of course you wanna get like nice ankle socks that are like thick and whatever. But like
1: oh that's something I was I don't want to spend money on is socks.
0: Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna get these socks, try it out, like see if I like it. Cause I saw it on someone else on Pinterest and I was like, those are really cute. Yeah. Like, the way they style them with like leggings and like a sweatshirt or with whatever. With your
1: boots, I feel like it almost needs the socks. Yeah.
0: So, cute. so I'm obsessed with like ankle socks. I, my friend thinks I look like um a grandma when I wear them with my white sneakers. I think the socks
1: make it trendy.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's pretty trendy. But the way that... Like, I have these, like, all-white sneakers. Like, you know, like, sometimes older people like the all-white shoes, like, tennis shoes Uh with the white socks that are high, like... Maybe, I don't know. She says, like, no, okay, I her grandma
1: would wear. And I, would, I was like, but that's like, kind the thing yeah, is, but. like, grandma, uncle vibes, like, that's trendy. That's, yeah, it's like quite trendy right now. You know, like the, the whole New Balance thing. I was, gonna say, I was yeah. just gonna say, you know, the New Balance shoes, like, my dad has worn those for like 20 years. Same. And he still has them. And I'm like, dad, you know, you're trendy now, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's so funny. It's like the dad style is bad. Because I was like making fun of my dad when he, when he always has those white New Balances. <laughs> I feel like the every chunky, single dad has them.
1: Yeah. My dad has the gray ones, like, oh, the gray. Okay. And then, oh my God, he also, you know, like the, the puffy North Face jacket? Oh. That's trendy now, too. Yeah, and yeah. And he's worn that for like 20 years. Yeah. And it's just so funny. I'm it's like, fun. I'm it's like crazy stealing how his stuff.
0: Like, fashion comes back full circle. I know.
1: So, yeah, that's my favorite. No, they're the cute, week. though. Yeah. I feel like the ankle socks make the outfit. Like the yeah. leggings, the socks, the boots, it's cute. Mm-hmm. All right. So be sure to check out more of our faves on our website, sunnyglobod.com. And with that, let's dive into this week's episode. Okay,
0: so like I mentioned before, we did this We're Not Really Strangers card game, and we just got really into it. Yeah, I, like, I, was like, I really shit. enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a couple more questions today. Hopefully this will give you guys a little bit more insight into who we are. Hopefully I won't cry again. So we'll see. We'll see. No promises. But, yeah, no promises. <laughs> um, but if you haven't listened to the first one, go definitely go back and listen to that. Um, that was such a fun episode. I literally like after we finished recording, I was like, oh, my God, that was incredible. Aww. So it's just a, like I feel like it's a feel good kind of episode. So
1: it's I know we we constantly say this, but it's just like the energy is unmatched. Yeah, like I think that there's just I mean, I'm also biased. You can't have these conversations with just any friend. I mm-hmm. think when you have a really special friendship, um, you're able to like have these conversations and like able to walk away feeling really good. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, so I'll do the first question. Okay. So the first question is, what is something you wouldn't want to change about yourself? I feel like we are all about, like, improving and yeah. growing. But what's something that you're like, I don't, I don't want to change about myself?
0: This is such a good question. I've never, like, been asked this before. This is why I love this. Yes. Okay. What I would not want to change about myself, I would say, like, my drive.
1: Ooh. I feel like that's
0: something that I take pride in, is, like, I am not someone who wants to just kind of do the same thing for the rest of my life or someone who wants to kind of just be okay with where I'm at. And sometimes it bites me in the butt, but I think in general, I'd rather have that drive than to be kind of feeling stagnant. Cause I feel like I'd be in such a different point in my life right now if I didn't have that.
1: So, yeah. And I think as your friend, I could say that that's something that you can't really like it. Te- First of all, you can't teach someone to have drive. Yeah. You can't like, force it upon someone I honestly think it's either you have it or you don't yeah and it's such a important quality of your character and it's shown in every aspect of your life not only school and work but also like in your relationships like you work really hard to maintain those as well Mm
0: -hmm. for sure what about you what is something that you would not want to change about yourself
1: Ooh, I love this question too because it's kind of like you're complimenting yourself Mm -hmm. um I would say something I don't want to change about myself Is my generally like positive attitude. Yeah. I think that sometimes optimism and positivity can be viewed as something as like, oh, you're being naive or, oh my God, she's like way too positive. Like it's annoying. But I think that for me, it's an active choice I make every single Mm -hmm. day. It's like, I recognize life can be tough. There are a lot of challenges, but I choose to take a more positive outlook on life because I just feel like what is the bright side of being negative? You know, like I think that there's already so much stress and there's just so much negativity in this world. I guess I choose not to contribute to that. Mm -hmm. So I try my best in every situation to be positive, whether that's in work or in my relationships, in my friendships. And I think something else, this kind of a side note, but something else I wouldn't change about myself is like, When I'm really invested in my relationships, I really want the best for people. So sometimes I do ask, I think, the tough questions that maybe people are not asking themselves. Mm -hmm. So whether that be I'm talking to a friend and they're in a new relationship and I'm asking them the questions that maybe they don't want to hear but like yeah. I want them to be happy and I want them to have yeah. the best because I think they deserve it so I'm like do they make you happy do they f- do you feel like you're settling with this person they're like oh my god and think about that And I'm like I don't want to make you uncomfortable but at the same time like I feel like you want
0: the best for everyone. I want the best for everyone yeah. so I
1: want you to realize you deserve it too yeah so sometimes I ask the tough question I feel like people are like stop it but <laughs> I'm that friend that like will probably make you think about things like you didn't want to think about.
0: Yeah. Which is good. You should always have one of those friends. (laughs) I think these questions are kind of like those questions that make you think. That's why I love it. Yeah, (laughs) I know. It's like, of course, Allison was, the one. this is her idea, by the way, guys, to like do the, we are, we're not really strangers game. So you guys can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get uncomfortable. That's awesome though. All right. Next question. What would your younger self
1: not believe about your life today? This is so interesting. Ooh. Do you want me to go first? Or not? Yeah, you go first. Um, what would my younger self not believe about your life today? Okay. Honestly, I think as generic as it sounds, just like the life I am living. Because I think when I was younger, my I would look up. To people who were in their 20s and think that they were in their prime of their lives in the city <laughs> i was like oh my god they're living in the city and i would dream of like commuting hustling wearing the like business casual outfits <laughs> and like that was my dream i'm like Aww. i want to live in my apartment i want to you know walk and strut and do all those things and I don't think there was ever a moment of like you can never get there. But I think if I were to tell like ten year old Allison, like, hey, Allison, in ten years, you're gonna be that person. Like you're gonna have an apartment in the city, you're gonna be working, you're gonna be making a living for yourself, you're gonna be making a name for yourself. I feel like she'd be like, What, really? Me? And I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> you. Um so I think sometimes like I need to give myself more credit too. Like life can be really hard mm-hmm. and the day to day may seem really stressful, but taking a step back, like it's actually incredible like how much I was able to accomplish, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. I feel like generic answer, but yeah.
0: I would probably say the same thing. Yeah. Because yeah, I just feel like as kids we never really know like what it's gonna turn out to be. I thought I was gonna be in the medical field, so I thought that was like what I'd be doing. But obviously I'm not anymore. I'm more in the business side of things, which I would have never expected. Mm -hmm. I just feel like the way that I want to take on life I thought honestly when I was a kid my dream was to be a police officer Oh, because you <laughs> no, it's the craziest story why it was because I didn't know how to drive at the time uh-huh. and I was like well my only option in life is to become a police officer so I don't get in trouble I'm driving <laughs> like that was the things that went through my head oh. and my mom used to think I was crazy she was like you just learn how to drive I was like I guess it didn't click like oh, if my parents can learn how to drive if like 16 year olds can learn how to drive then I probably can learn how to oh my drive. God, that's so funny. But in my head, I was like, I'm never going to be able to learn how to drive, so I need to be a police officer so I can never get, like, arrested <laughs> for not knowing how to drive. I don't know. But, yeah, so, like, I feel like I didn't really think of, like, what my ideal lifestyle was. Mm. I kind of just thought, okay, I want to, like, go into medicine or I want to be a police officer. So.
1: Wait, that's so interesting. Like, so when you were younger, you really didn't envision – like the, your lifestyle. No, that's so. That's like I feel like that's all I envisioned. Like really? where I wanted to be, where I wanted to live, how I wanted to look. Like oh so my gosh, no, I
0: didn't. I didn't think of any of that. I feel like I was just. I don't know what I was like <laughs> involved in in terms of like what was going on through my head, but yeah, no, I didn't really think of like which is odd, ironic because now all I do is think of my future.
1: And I think I'm the opposite where I'm like I don't really think about yeah. it. I'm like here I am.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have <laughs> done that when I was younger. When I yeah, I don't know, but. Yeah, it's very interesting. I I don't – it's because now I do, and before I didn't. But, yeah. yeah, it's very odd that my life has turned out to what it is. I'm, like, so grateful for it, mm-hmm. but I would have never, ever – I didn't even think I was going to be, like, where I'm at four years ago. Right. So, like, oh God, as same. a kid, I, yep. I couldn't even imagine. But.
1: And it's funny, like, I don't know if it's tied exactly to – you being, like, a younger sibling, me being an older sibling. Oh, maybe. But I look at my younger siblings, and I don't think they are thinking so much into the future. They're just kind of, like, doing what they're doing right now. Mm -hmm. Like, killing it right now. Maybe it's an older sibling thing. But I think the older siblings, like, we feel, or I feel, like, I had so much to plan. Almost this pressure to, like, okay, Allison, you have to, like, create this life. And I kind of set the tone for, like, everyone else so like mm-hmm. I had to kind of set the standard I guess um which almost now I'm like not really doing because I think I've realized everyone's living a very different life in my family a very different and different life stages mm-hmm. um but maybe that has to do with it
0: maybe yeah
1: okay next question so, okay so finish this sentence okay. all right so strangers would describe me as blank only I know that I am blank. So this is very interesting. It's like the perception that people have of you versus the way you know yourself.
0: I think this is like, I can probably answer this in a second because I think this is what you said yesterday. Uh-huh. Strangers would describe me as like, not scary, but like, I think like you said, like I look like standoffish from when you first meet me, but only know, I know that I'm like a nice person. Like, <laughs> I'm like the most emotional person ever. Like I have a, I feel like I have a big heart. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say that. And I wouldn't even say that I'm standoffish. I just feel like people think I have a resting bitch face. Mm. So maybe it comes across as like that. Yeah. But I promise, I have a big heart. I will be your best friend and like love you and adore you. So please be my friend.
1: Do you think so you said you're I feel like you've been saying that you're emotional recently. But I fe- I seriously remember that when we first started the podcast, like not that you were uncomfortable talking I, about Yes, you know I remember this. About?
0: Yeah, when I told you I wasn't emotional. You were like,
1: I'm not emotional. I'm like, really? Yeah, but almost now I feel like you've evolved so much when yeah. it comes to like your emotion. Oh my god, did I like make you more emotional? <laughs> like <laughs> maybe this uh,
0: <laughs> our friendship. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I remember that because I remember at the beginning I was no. I think it was like as a kid I wasn't very emotional. Maybe now that
1: we totally unpack that. Yeah, how like you
0: as a kid I was not emotional at all because I remember when I was I'm distinctly I remember I was in elementary school like just give you the, like, this like story that kind of describes my childhood I was in elementary school I was running across like the recess or like what are they playground? called playground <laughs> I don't even the know what is it called. the playground and I fell in the co- on the concrete and like my knee was like fully bleeding like blood dripping down it was bad and I didn't cry a tear like, not a tear. And they were like, what is wrong with you? Wait, that's crazy. Yeah, I just, like, could not show emotion. And, and, like, I don't know what it was. I I don't know what it was, but I just could not. Like, any... I remember... Yeah, I just, like... Like, I've seen, like, bad things happen in my life in terms of, like, family members passing away and stuff like that. And I just could not mm. cry. Like, at least around other people. And I don't even think I cried alone. So... Maybe that I don't know what it was when my childhood, but I just could not cry. And now <laughs> I cry in the littlest things. So, um, yeah, I don't know why, but it's just maybe how I've grown up.
1: Do you think it's like you become more empathetic, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. With more experience, kind mm-hmm. of like
0: letting more things interact or affect me in a sense. But it's very interesting how that works out. I'm sure there's some kind of explanation to it. Yeah
1: i mean i'm not a psychologist but i do think you being more quote-unquote emotional allows people to relate to you more yeah because you're being more vulnerable so Mm -hmm. people are like oh i get to see a side of christine that not a lot of people get to see Mm -hmm. like that makes people maybe feel closer to you yeah that's true what about you okay strangers would describe me as blank only i know that i am blank Ooh, I think this is a good one. Okay, I think strangers would describe me as extroverted. Only I know I'm introverted. Oh, I think I, and correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like I give off the impression that I'm very like energetic. Yeah, so like with the people, yes. like I'm here for a good time. Like so bright and yeah. like very energetic. But only I know that I am someone that needs a lot of alone time. I need to recharge on my own. I enjoy alone time um sometimes like I get and I don't I try not to show this but sometimes I do get like social anxiety when I'm around so many people and I don't think people can like read that off me because sometimes I'll like talk to my friend and I'll be like oh my god like I'm so anxious they're like really I couldn't even tell so I think sometimes I may give off that I'm so like out there and outgoing and so social but only I know that I'm quite Introverted and more, maybe like internally. I just, I'm not as it, like internally energetic, if mm. that makes sense. Like, I don't need a ton of stimulation. Interesting. Yeah. Like, I don't, something that I don't experience, I don't get bored easily. Like, I'm not someone that's always like, I'm so bored, I'm so bored. Like, I could always find something to do. I could always f- like so find something to like take up my time. What do you do when you like to need to take up time? See, I don't even, I don't even have like a boring like problem Mm. it's like if I've never I've never been one to be like I'm so bored right now like oh I'll just lie around I'll just (laughs) watch some TV I will go out for a walk like I guess I don't know I don't really that's not really something that because I don't think I'm super uncomfortable with being alone like Mm. I'm totally okay doing my own thing
0: I feel like I'm the exact opposite oh. <laughs> which is so funny oh. <laughs> that is hilarious okay elaborate yeah I just think that like I come like we just said like I, I come across as like someone who's like not extroverted mm-hmm. but I think uh, like I did the Myers-Briggs test the other day and I got an E yes
1: which we're gonna talk all yeah, about we're, that gonna, we're
0: gonna do like a personalities episode soon but yeah, I don't know. I feel like, and I'm someone who does get bored. I get so bored. That's why, I, maybe that's why I can't sit still. I'm like always looking for something new to do. Right. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's really funny that we're like literally the opposite.
1: Like, do you think that when you're alone, you're like, I'm so bored? Yeah. Oh. oh
0: that's why God. I end up like going to Starbucks or like going to like, <laughs> I don't know. I just get so bored. So right. I'm, which is interesting because I'm, I might be living alone like in the future. Yeah like very near future so it's like how am i gonna
1: navigate that like, i'm gonna be so bored <laughs> we talked about this before but do you think that you need a ton of alone time to recharge or honestly no
0: yes i feel like i do but i get bored quickly like when i say alone time to recharge that means like i need to either sleep because uh-huh. i'm exhausted or like clean up everything like organize clean right but i don't think that's actually like i mean that's alone time but
1: no that's more just like i need to like physically yeah
0: i feel like it's a physical de stressor uh-huh. for me like just cleaning up my surroundings right.
1: but but like going out like when i say i need alone time it means like i need a few hours let's say on a weekend to just like go grab coffee by myself go shopping by myself go explore a park by myself
0: oh no <laughs> sometimes i mean like sometimes i'll go get like groceries by myself or go grab starbucks by myself but i like don't want to go to a park alone yeah Or, and maybe it's because I don't live in like the safest city in the world where you could do that kind of thing alone. Yeah. But I don't know. I just like, or like
1: going on a walk alone. That kind of scares me. I love going on walks alone. Like literally, obviously Christine and I had to depart in this morning and I was like, it was my first time like this whole weekend, like walking alone. And I was like, wait, this is actually really nice. I'm like exploring. And, um, I think. I got especially comfortable with it once I graduated and I was forced to be alone mm-hmm. a lot because you're not going to have someone like walk with you to work yeah. and do all these things. So I think once I graduated, definitely got more comfortable being alone. And I think I just started enjoying that time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it'll definitely get to me once. Yeah, like, I'm
1: excited for you to experience like
0: post true independence yeah. and
1: how you are going to thrive because I feel like there, there are definitely going to be some like growing pains of like this uncomfortable But I feel like with you, you'll definitely get to a point where you start enjoying it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, next question. What do you think I should know more about myself that perhaps I'm unaware
1: of? Ooh, I love this question because I just love the questions that force the other person to talk about you. Because isn't that (laughs) usually uncomfortable? Yeah. Like, people don't want to be like, what do you think about me? (laughs) Yeah. It's so easy to talk about someone else. But, okay. So, what do I... I think you should know more about yourself that I think you're unaware of. Um, I would say... I think that you need to... No, you don't need to be. I think that you should be more aware of how... Like, positive and... I don't want to say it's just, like, oh, this is such a hard question. I know. I It's, know. like, I don't want you to, like, okay, let me think. Because um, th- it's something you're unaware of. Do
0: you want me to go first? Yeah, go first. Okay. I think, because <laughs> I was, I, I think I know, I, yeah. What do I think you should know more about yourself that you, perhaps you're unaware of? Yeah. I feel like that question is kind of like a tongue twister. Anyways, I think that you should know that I feel like you have a huge heart. Maybe you don't realize it, but I feel like you always say like how you you do things like for your family, for like the people in your life, like anyone in your life. And I don't think you realize how like big that is. I feel like a lot of people are selfish in the way that they kind of do things for themselves. But I don't think you realize I feel like you're a very selfless selfless person. And I don't think you realize that. (laughs)
1: so I think that yeah I would say that I think that yeah you know the self-care thing is something that I've always like talked about you
0: are very into self-care
1: but I think that you also like
0: when it comes like your core values like you love self-care of course everyone loves self-care but (laughs) (laughs) I think that like you're very selfless at the end of the day yeah so
1: I'm glad you recognize that because I think it's also like an undervalued quality, especially for people our age. I think there's like constant messaging around like be selfish with your time, be selfish with everything, and I guess to the core, I don't really agree with that. I think yes, be decisive about who you spend your time with be picky about what you give your energy towards but I don't think being selfish quote-unquote is the answer to Mm. all that
0: well I think when it comes to like once you find those like core group of friends and you have your family I think
1: at the end of the day you are very selfless with them so I think that's what matters most okay so okay my turn um what do I think you need more aware of I think that you need to be more aware that you also have a huge heart, that people probably are, like, maybe you have an RBF, whatever. (laughs) But I think when you first meet people, it's very apparent that, like, you're a soft person. Like, maybe in first impression, like, when I first see you, maybe, like, RBF. But I think the moment we start talking to you, it's like, oh, you're actually super soft, you're super kind, you're super friendly Mm -hmm. like I think you're the type of person that I could bring any friend to or you you could I could bring you around anyone and like you would never give them the cold shoulder like you Mm -hmm. would always be so welcoming so friendly um and I also don't think you're a selfish person at all like you have said this before like you want to be successful in order to provide for your loved ones in the future and Mm -hmm. I think that's a really selfless thing to do um so yeah, I feel like Aww. it also has to do with your heart. That's so sweet. Yeah. Okay, next question. What oh, this is a good one. What parts of yourself do you see in me?
0: Ooh. So I know we talked about how we're so opposite. Wait, but so you're see. saying like what parts of me? What parts of you do you see in me?
1: What parts of yourself? Do you oh, DC and you. See
0: see you. Okay. I think just our values. I would say, like, kind of across the board, I think we have very similar values. We are very strong in our faith. We love the same things. We value, like, our health. We value our family time. We value our friendships. So I think that's honestly why our friendship is so strong in the way it is yeah. because we have very strong values. Um, maybe how we portray our values or how we come across to other people in life is different like we were talking about but I think to the core I think our friendship is so strong because we have those same values and I think we talked about this on the last episode too like how we met like the first time we met we were like oh my god wait we have all the same interests and the same values like I think that's what I see in you Mm -hmm. in me yeah so
1: I think similar to that I think I see a lot of like the selflessness when it comes to family I think you also like very much put your family first and that's something that I do too Not, I feel like people may like take that into a toxic way for me that just means like being the best I can be for my parents for mm-hmm. my siblings um and I think another part of myself another part of yeah myself that <laughs> so I see in confusing. you um or like I guess how we're similar mm-hmm. I think it's interesting like even though I might come off in the beginning as super warm once you get to know me it's not that I'm really cold but I might be a little bit more I don't want to say bitchy but just I'm more like opinionated mm-hmm. and I think is for- very
0: opinionated I feel like <laughs> I don't know like not in a bad way but like I feel like I give you give your an opinion which I appreciate because I'm the person that like really appreciates opinions
1: I think it's funny, like, my family just knows me as, like, if Allison doesn't get her way, she just kind of... Okay, that's why my
0: family says the same thing, too. Yeah,
1: it's kind of... Ugh, like, I'm the best. girl
0: in the family that, like, decides where we go to dinner. Because I always get my way with my family.
1: I'm kind of... I'm not so much like that. I think it's more like, if Allison wants us to clean the entire house, like, we are cleaning the entire oh. house. Like, it's, it's so bizarre. Um, but I think for you, you may come off as... You know more like rbf but then once we get to know you it's like you're actually super soft and you're mm-hmm. super selfless
0: oh i love that question okay should we do one more um i think this would be kind of cool what question are you trying to answer most in your life right now this one might be the one to unpack a little yeah. bit but we will be
1: we'll end on this one you want me to go first yeah you go first um, okay, what question... These are hard because these are all questions that we haven't, like, prepared for. It's literally yeah. just, like, me answering it in the moment. So I'm kind of like, hmm, okay. Yeah. What question am I trying to answer most in my life right now? I think... Can I be me in every aspect of my life, which I know sounds really generic, but like, can I be the same Allison at work as I am at home, as I am with friends, as I am with family? Like, is that possible or do I have to, or is a, is adulthood and growing up understanding that different aspects of your life may see different sides of you? I think I'm struggling with like work side of me. I think my personality is very different than my family side, than my friendship side. And I think that's normal, but I think it's just kind of tough, like navigating what aspects of me do I like, quote unquote, turn on? What what what, what parts of me do I like tone down? Um, so I feel like that's the question I'm answering is like, mm. is it something that I have to do, something I should do? Um, yeah. How have you been navigating that? I think that with work, I've become a lot more comfortable speaking up and i think with that has made me feel a lot more comfortable like being true to myself Mm -hmm. at work but that takes time um i think i'm realizing though like it's a little bit naive to think that i can be like allison the sister at work or in a professional setting like i think maybe growing up is realizing that you have these different sides of you and you might not just be one a one dimensional Allison. Mm-hmm. I might be like this way at work, this way in school, this way with my friends, this way with my family. And like that's okay. So I think it's almost being okay and coming with term coming to terms with the fact that it's okay being a multifaceted person having these different sides yeah. of you. Yeah.
0: I think that's awesome. Yeah.
1: What about you? What question are you trying to answer most in your life right now?
0: Um okay so mine's a little bit more lighthearted. I feel like I'm just trying to figure out my career which you know like well I'm always a person like looking towards the future, like trying to figure out what I want to do next. And I think for me I'm in a place as a se- senior in college, like in my last semester, um trying to navigate. Like I know I'm going to work for at least the next phase of my life. Don't know even how long that's going to be. And of course like living in the present like and really enjoying it, but I've also been like applying to grad schools and a part of that I feel like is a very self-reflective experience because it's like, what are you going to get out of this next education? What are you going to use it for after? Like, what are you going to do in the meantime? So I feel like, honestly, it's a blessing. Like, even if I don't get into any of these grad schools, it's like, it's a blessing in itself to be able to be so self-reflective on where I'm at, where I want to go and what I'm going to do now. So I don't know. I've just been trying to answer the question. Like, what do I want to do in life? And like, how like do I even want to go to grad school? Like, do I even want to get like more education and stuff like that? So I think just kind of figuring out the career side of it, which honestly, like, I know I think about my career a lot and all this kind of stuff, but I've been really appreciating it lately not thinking about like the romant- romantic side of like my life and like trying to find a relationship and all that kind of stuff, which I feel like I kind of got into the rut of during my first few years of college for no good reason. Like I feel like when the time comes, God will place that person in my life. So yeah, I'm just happy to be focusing on something Mm -hmm. that I'm passionate about versus something that like wasting my time on trying to find something that I know will be placed in my life when God knows it's right. Right. So I think there's a lot of freedom in that, that I can focus on what I can really control and just like let go of what I can't.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. That is so well said. Because I think you're, you're just also in a very, like, unique point yeah. of your life where you're in the second semester of senior year. It is the time to, like, where these questions are arising. Mm-hmm. You know, you're wrapping up college. For some people, that means wrapping up the last, like, educational experience mm-hmm. ever.
0: I thought, you know, that's the funny thing, too, is, like, I, I really thought that, like, this, I would not never consider going to, like, school again. Like, I'd be like, okay, I'm done. I got a business degree. Like, like, great. But I feel like after like this year's when it's just like so much change yeah. already, like in twenty twenty one I mean, um, where it's like made me realize like maybe I do want to go back to school and like utilize the opportunities that can come from getting a more education. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting to see how life evolves. Yeah. And I know it like of course I like want to answer this question what am I going to do with my life
1: but I feel like that's a lifelong question it's a lifelong question like you to your first yeah. job and you're like still like what am I doing with my life
0: everything is and I think it involves it definitely evolves the time and so like me answering this question now when I apply to these schools is definitely going to change as I get further down the line yeah. but I think in the moment it also makes me appreciate where I'm at and like what I've done in the past so it's it's also it's like it's always great to just reflect and like kind of figure out And have, like, this idea of where you want to go. Because I think instead of, like, moving through life mindlessly, I'm being able to do something more intentional. Mm.
1: This is just a random thought. But I think for some... Coughing. For some reason, I feel like before, for me, so much of my life was focused on, like, what I want to accomplish, where I want to be in X amount of time. But... I feel like now my goals are more aligned with like, how do I want to feel? Not in like an emotional way, but like I want to feel empowered in my career. I want to feel passionate about what I'm doing. So it's more about those things. And it's less about like, I want to live in this apartment and drink this wine. Like it's it's less about that, but it's more like I want to feel confident in my skin. I want to feel confident in my opinion Mm -hmm. I want to be authentic to who I am like that's how I want to feel so I think once you start answering those questions about what you're passionate about what career you see yourself doing those questions about like how you want to feel can actually start arising too Mm -hmm.
0: I think that's so true and I, I feel like I've already shifted towards kind of, like, that feeling of, like, what am I passionate about? And, like, only doing things that I'm truly passionate about. I feel like I was doing – when I first joined the business school, for for instance, I kind of had this idea, like, okay, like like everyone else, I'm going to go into investment banking. I'm going to go into consulting. I'm going to oh go do God, that yeah. for, like, the rest of my life. And, like, that's what everyone else does. That's that what, what I'm going to do. It was a cookie-cutter way. It was a cookie-cutter way. And, like, no shame to anyone who does that because if you love what you're doing, like, have at it. Um, for me, I just realized that, like, that's not – what i'm passionate about at least from the from like recruiting standpoint like learning more about it it's just i realized it just wasn't for me and then being able to work where i worked this summer and like my past internships it's allowed me to like refine what i really am passionate about and kind of create this picture and like has helped me figure out how i want to kind of approach my career down the line so i i really do think that figuring out your passions like literally just exploring new like opportunities out there really helps in terms of figuring out what you really want to do
1: yeah and I think figuring out your passions it's also so much of figuring out what you don't like yeah exactly trying out so many things and you're like oh I don't want this I don't like this I'm not great at this um so I don't know I I've found that like some things I thought I would really enjoy like some job titles I thought I would like I got to the nitty-gritty of it, and I was like, I actually don't enjoy doing this at all, you know?
0: Like, and I did, I took my, this is, like, a big tangent, but, like, I took my college experience a little different in terms of, like, how I approach, like, getting experience in college in terms of internships. Like, a lot of people, like, when they start in, like, one internship, they end up, like, doing something in the same industry again the second year, but I I was trying to be really intentional. Of course, like, it would only happen if I actually got accepted, and so it just happened to work out the way it did, but... I, what I did is I did different industries. So, like, I really wanted to try, like, working in hotel industry or, like, a tourism industry. And then I tried, like, the tech industry and then the, like, products industry. So, like, just, like, trying a breadth of different things in different areas just to kind of get an idea of, like, what areas do I like when I don't like? Right. And it allowed me to really figure out what that was. So, I mean, not to say, like, I would never want to go back to those things, but I think just as me entering a post-grad job I feel very confident that I'll like right. what I'm doing for at least a year or so so I'm excited about that but um yeah I think just trying to gain so much experience even if you're doing it unpaid I think in college like you have this opportunity to just learn like you can literally just networking with like other people just to, like learn more totally. about things but that was a huge tangent but just a big question I'm trying to answer in the future is just the reflecting on where I'm at and where I want to go
1: yeah I feel like This can be a later episode, but I think it would be so interesting in, like, once you start your job or, like, I can do this too, just talking about all of our work experiences that kind of led us to where we are. Oh,
0: that would be interesting. Because
1: I think what we will realize is there is no right way to get where you want to be. Yeah. Everyone that ends up where... For example at my company doing what i'm doing came from such different things different yeah. backgrounds different experiences so i think almost realizing there's no quote unquote right way right path and everyone's on their own journey on their own timeline it gives you so much less stress and less pressure and i hope it opens your eyes that like you can create we're like i said before you are literally creating your life from the ground up like mm-hmm. we are building our life from these breadth of experiences and i think the more unique it is, the better. Yeah, I completely agree. All right, guys. So we hope you enjoyed this super chatty part two of the We're Not Really Strangers Q&A Bestie edition. Honestly, these are my favorite episodes yeah. to record. Like, we, I want to do these monthly.
0: Maybe. No, I was just thinking, like, maybe we should just do these only when we're in person. Ooh. Like, make it a little tradition. Like, this will, one, for force us to see each other more. And two, like, I don't know. I feel like the energy in person is just it's unmatched. It's unmatched. So, I don't know. Maybe we can... We'll see. We'll yeah, figure let it us out. Yeah, let know like Yeah, these. please let us know if you like these. And we'll definitely... Re- I, that'll give me an excuse to fly to New York and visit <laughs> Allison so we can record. Or Allison will be visiting Atlanta soon. Yeah. So,
1: um, yeah, please let us know if you like these. And I thought it was so much fun. Oh God, so. so fun. All right, so make sure to follow us on Instagram at Sunday Glow Pod. Please let us know if you guys have been liking us posting content more. Honestly, we just want to get to know you guys more. We hope that the Instagram also allows you to see a peek into our lives as well. So hopefully, you guys have been enjoying that. Check out our favorites and stay up to date on all things Sunday Glow on SundayGlowPod.com. And with that, we'll see you guys next Sunday. Bye. Bye. so